Howdy, y'all. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. Today is November 30th, 2021. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark A.G. What's up, Mark? Nothing, Trey. Just been reading about Omicron, and I uh, can't help but think about Futurama every time I hear the word. Um, do you watch yeah. Futurama? Oh, hell yeah. I love Futurama. Yeah, uh, yeah. My sons have now watched <laughs> the entire series of Futurama, and, and you know, Katie wasn't super into that, but they loved it. Um yeah, she walked in one day and Zap Brannigan was really, you know, doing his thing. And uh, she was like, what are they watching? And I was like, Shh, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it's quality father. I like it was extremely funny to me that like everybody immediately got mad at South Africa. Like South Africa apparently has just a really well-developed public health infrastructure. So all they did was notice it. They did yeah. not create it. They just observed it and said, hey, guys, there's a new variant. And everybody's like. Fuck. It. But uh, here on Earth, what we don't do is try to solve a problem when it comes up. We just blame the guy who noticed it. That's what we do. It's always. <laughs> For sure. Yes. The new South uh, Africa flu we're going to have now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, are we talked about this before? Do you know why the Spanish flu is called the Spanish flu? I didn't know this backstory, but it's pretty funny. I know that it's like, it actually started in Kansas, right? But it's yeah, called it, yeah. Spanish flu for it, racist reasons or something. I, I, I don't remember. Well, all the world's Western free countries were under wartime press blackouts. And, uh, for example, the American government didn't want, to, didn't want people to know that more American troops are dying of the flu than of uh, battlefield deaths. Right. So uh, nobody acknowledged it. France, Germany, uh, Germany England. Uh, but so, but Spain wasn't in the war. So, like, holy shit, there's a terrible flu. And everybody's like, that's just a you, that's a you guys thing. Man. Not right. gonna, we, yeah. we, you know, guys we ain't got the that. Spanish flu? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do that with South Africa now. It's, like always it's also shit. funny how, like, just like uh, you know, with like even years at, years after knowing that that is the case, like it's just still the Spanish flu. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like once yeah. something gets decided, that's just the way that it is. No matter how many times it's disproven or whatnot, we're like, no, we already learned the thing once. We're not gonna try to unlearn or relearn something. That ain't how we operate. We're just gonna yeah. keep. It's fine the way we know it to be is that's just fine with us. So that's the way it's going to continue to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never really, I've never really thought of myself. I don't think the name Mark suits me really, but uh, my mom decided that years back. So I'm Mark now. I just go with it. Right. I don't know. Uh, I think you're like classic Mark. You're always marking it up. You're a fantastic Mark <laughs> in my opinion. One of my favorite Marks. Honestly. See, to, to, me, to me, maybe it's because of TV, but like characters named Mark are always the kind of guys who like wear scarves and carry around moleskin notebooks. And I was like, I don't know if that's <laughs> that's me. Uh, but uh, in good news, uh, Amazon got busted for uh, rigging their uh, uh, unit election in, in, uh, uh, in Alabama that we talked about a bunch a couple months back. And so they're going to get another election. So that's cool. Um, there are a couple of decent labor wins since last we spoke. Uh, the John Deere factory, we talked about mm -hmm. them. They they won their strike. There was a fast food place that won there. It's been a good, good. Yeah. Just rooting for everybody. Yeah. Right. Labor's kind of, yeah, they've had some W's lately, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a little, a little bit of, you know, good news to be acknowledged there. I mean, it's still, you know, yeah. People are still getting You're, fucked over working people, at, you know, and always yeah. will be uh, to some degree. But, you know, got to take it where you can get it in terms of bright spots. <laughs> Oh, uh, before we get into the show, if you've been following the, uh, uh, this isn't really a bright spot. This is the exact opposite, but the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I know that it has like started and I've been, you know, gearing up for some serious insanity, but I haven't really checked in on it yet. What's what's going on? Well, uh, 
they, they had their first couple witnesses and open open arguments were uh, typical. The defense attorney did the typical, these are just money grubbing whore, lying whores, you know, sort of thing. Uh, even though that the defendant's a woman, so that's, uh, I'm not quite sure how that's going to play out. Right, but, but she's not money grubbing or lying, you know, or or a whore. Or say that's yeah, why, that's, that's yeah. where she differs from these other people, and uh, yeah. according to her defense attorneys, yeah. some key distinctions there. The, <laughs> she's uh, just a regular lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a perfectly normal lady. Who totally hung out average, typical yeah. lady. Yeah, she just said her her, da- her dad was a Mossad double agent. Just a perfectly normal background. It's like, yeah. Uh, it, so the one thing that jumped out at me was like the pilot of the Lolita Express testified about the high profile people that flew on the plane. And he named a bunch of people, uh, Prince Andrew, Trump, Bill Clinton, people already always, uh, Kevin Spacey, yeah. a bunch of very normal dudes was, uh, when, it, when it comes to sex stuff. And, uh, <laughs> the one that jumped out at me, John Glenn, uh, I was like, why astronaut? Yeah. He's been to fucking space and he's like, I was still, uh, well, yeah, damn. Um, well, that's yeah. a, you know, hate to hear that. That's a bummer. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Shit's uh, America functioning normally. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Business as usual. Okay. So, with us as always, producer Matt, this is Weekly Skews. Uh, first, I want to remind you, if you're vaccinated and want to see me live, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets. We'll be in New Orleans this Friday, Naples, Florida next weekend, and then right before Christmas, some homecoming shows at Zany's in Nashville. It's going to be a good time. Come see us. For the show tonight, we have some dumbassery deep dives for you. Mike Flynn has angered the QAnon world by saying stuff that makes sense for once, namely that QAnon is, in his estimation, silly bullshit. Also, Lauren Boebert's still out there trashing it up. Now, by workshopping some new Islamophobic material she's got aimed at Ilhan Omar, and a little later, Mark's going to take us through a Tampa area GOP congressional primary that's insane, even by Florida standards. All that and more on tonight's weekly skews. But first, as always, the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, Santa Claus. That's right, old Chris Kringle himself for being a lazy-ass welfare queen. Let's hear it from Fox News. Play the clip, Matt. Thanks to a growing shortage of Santas, HireSanta.com reports a 10% decrease in Santas this year versus a year ago, despite a 121% increase in demand. Mitch Allen's the head elf at HireSanta.com. He came dressed for the part. He's live in Fort Worth. Mitch, nice to see you. I saw the story and I said, man, even Santa doesn't want to work in this economy. Uh, that's not really the case. Tell me what you're up against. Well, the demand this year, uh, as everyone is seeing this uh, reopening trade, everyone wants to get back to normal. They weren't able to see their family or friends last year. Well, they're wanting to this year, and they're wanting to have Santa be part of it. Here at Hire Santa, we help brands associate themselves with Christmas, and we're seeing demand through the roof over 120% over pre-pandemic levels, and yet we've lost a number of Santas uh, over the last year and a half. Thanks, Joe Biden. How about that? Can't even got no goddamn Santa Clauses out here anymore. I want to ask Mark, he says at the end, demand's up over 120%, but we've lost a lot of Santas in the past year and a half. Is he is he talking about Santa dying from COVID? Is that what's happened? Is that why Santa numbers are down? They do present some comorbidities. I mean, I don't want to be, you know, yeah. negative here, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you, uh, yeah, I mean, you live on, live on cookies and candy canes, it comes with a few extra health risks. Uh, plus, he smokes a pipe. At least he used to in the old commercials. Then they drop a pipe. I don't 
You're in the Coca-Cola Sandies don't pipe, right? I'm yeah. certain he no longer has the pipe. They surely yeah. had to, you know, the woke mob, they came for Santa's <laughs> pipe, Mark. That's what happened. Santa's pipe got canceled. I, it really, it really hit me when he said even Santa doesn't even want to work in this economy, which is just like, uh, I, right. I, I just can't like it. I, I don't, they keep bumping up against the idea of we need to draft people into jobs they don't want to do. Right. Like, I wonder how much Santas get paid. You know what I mean? Like, uh, does Santa make a living wage? I used to say, to say nothing of his poor elves. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, they don't get paid for shit. They should unionize, by the way. They uh, uh, Santa trying to crush a union movement would be pretty perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the This is... There's a lot going. First of all, like I hate when news does this, but like the guy from HireSanta.com has a vested interest in telling people that he can charge more for Santas because there's fewer of them. He also has a, a vested interest in letting people know about his company, which sells Santa's services, right? So they're just taking this guy's word for it about Santa demand being through the roof. So you better get your order in now from HireSanta.com. It's just like, why is this yeah. a fucking news story? I don't They're just understand. bending over for big Santa, man. That's what's happening. Big corporate Santa. Uh, I, you think, we've talked before about like if things that we've always had and take for granted uh, were proposed now, that you know the maniacal right would be incensed at the mere notion of them like fire departments and things like that because it would be socialist do you think that would happen if santa claus if he didn't exist and just now came about because we're the ones who engage in a war on christmas right that's Uh us we're trying to kill santa claus they love santa claus but it seems like santa is a bit of a goddamn socialist you know i mean you think about it yeah, I mean, kids, rich or poor, get presents. Uh, right. Usually, they don't work for them. You know, no. like he just gives them out to anybody. Fucking nothing but handouts. That's Santa's whole thing is handouts. Yeah. You know, participation trophies. That's what he's. That's giving right. Out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I don't. If, if you, if you, if you're, but he does kind of have slaves, so they'd probably be down with that. You know. Yeah. That part. Yeah, that is for them. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they would like that. The, the I will say this. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if in a, the world you're presupposing where there weren't malls, or let's say Joe Biden tried to solve this problem by setting up some sort of Tennessee Valley Authority for mall Santas, and you know, <laughs> having a having a jobs program where he sent a, a Santa who was took an unemployed guy, turned him into a Santa, and sent him to every mall in America, a bunch of different guys, different malls. They would say this is Joe Biden sending a pedophile army to demand your kids sit in their laps, right? Right, for sure. <laughs> So yeah, there's the, you can't solve these people's problems, these pathologies. They're just like they just they they're moving targets, man. I don't know what's it's just a bunch of lunacy. Yeah, yeah, but it's not uh, not entirely uh, nonsensical to hear them tell it again. We've been engaged in a decades long war on Christmas now. Us on the American left have I myself three tour veteran of the war on Christmas, but it's not just Christmas that we are coming for. Mark, let's hear from uh, Lara Trump on that general subject a lot more than that that. but it's everything pete everything costs more now so it's not just the turkey and to piggyback off of uh something that monica just said there she was spot on they have told us from the beginning that they want to fundamentally transform america well how do you do that 
You have to change America from the inside out. You have to take away our traditions. So it might seem a little funny and a little ridiculous. Oh, don't have a turkey. Then people won't come over. We're last year. Remember, they didn't even want us to get together. So I guess we're lucky they're letting us have Thanksgiving <laughs> That's true. this year. We should thank but them. At, at, at really the core of this, um, they want to divide Americans up. They don't want us to have any common ground. They don't want us to have any shared traditions like Thanksgiving. A lot of places last month actually did away with Halloween because they wanted to be inclusive of the people that didn't celebrate Halloween. We know that's a very, very small group of people. <laughs> Halloween is a great occasion for the kids to get candy and dress up. But it all goes to fundamentally transforming this country. And the way you do that is you make sure that we have no commonality whatsoever, no traditions as Americans whatsoever. You start chipping away at that. And they don't care that Thanksgiving costs a lot more, whether you're driving to somebody's house this year, paying for all that food on the table. They don't care. Joe Biden is certainly very happy right now where he is for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I mean, I do take issue with the fact uh First of all, as a satanic witch, right? Halloween hits for me. I love. Halloween. I was about to say, dude, acting like we hate Halloween. Halloween is of the devil. It's say, there was a thing yeah. recently. Katie came in and told me that she was pissed off because Hobby Lobby didn't have no Halloween stuff. It's I'm extremely white woman I have married. Uh, you know, <laughs> she, had, she, you know, she can't always go to Target. Mark, every now and then you go so go somewhere else. So she went to Hobby Lobby and she was mad because they had no Halloween stuff whatsoever, and. Uh, I guess if you look it up on the internet, there's at least like speculation. I don't know if they put out a statement or whatever, but it's like, you know, because Hobby Lobby's a Christian company, Mm -hmm. right? But they don't, uh, they don't traffic in the Halloween stuff, uh, presumably because it's satanic. There's witches and demons and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that. We would never want to get rid of that. We want to make every day Halloween. Hell, dressing up, you can wear a dress on Halloween. That's our shit. You know what I mean? Like that's, Halloween's our type shit. Trying to act like we're coming for Halloween. No. Yeah, Hobby Lobby is so Christian, they got caught funding ISIS. Remember when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were buying yeah, they black Hobby Lobby. They were buying black market Christian artifacts that were coming, that, that were being, uh, you know, fenced by ISIS because they captured them. And then one of their many, you know, that's what ISIS does. They still shit them, sell it to buy more guns. Uh, so also, Thanksgiving is my, probably my favorite holiday. Yeah. Um, uh, socialism does not cancel Thanksgiving. Socialism is everybody gets a turkey. Everybody gets a turkey. That's right. <laughs> Out of the back of the truck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. None of this makes any. Well, she went from like talking about the economy so bad, inflation so bad because of Joe Biden that no one can afford a turkey. Right. It's like where it started, and then somehow that turned into the left is trying to cancel Thanksgiving and Halloween and all of our traditions and just ruin all, you know, forms of American commonality or whatever the hell. So, I mean, I, I, all these things that they're saying are signs of a bad economy, that Santa's got better jobs, that people have better opportunities besides waiting tables, that the supply chain crisis is because people are, or we're importing the same amount of stuff. The problem is people have bought way more shit. We have the infrastructure to, to, to uh, import because people have more fucking money. <laughs> All the stuff they're crying about are champagne. My, 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 my uh, What's the old line from Friends? My diamond shoes are too tight. My wallet's too small for my 50s and my diamond shoes are too tight. This is the shit we're fucking complaining about. Inflation is like it, people are debating whether or not it's transient or whether it's a, a, a sign of anything or whatever. We don't, we don't know. No one knows. Economists make it up as they go along. But yeah, but have you been to the gas pump, Mark? That's Joe Biden's America for you. Always the gas pump. Always got to bring up the gas pump. 
I don't know, man. So tell war refineries to stop catching on fire. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> to tell tell Venezuela and Russia to, to like Russia cut off Russia cut off natural gas supplies to fuck with Europe because they're mad about shit going on in Ukraine, and that's called this cascading series of bullshit. We're like, it's not clear whether England's going to be able to keep houses warm this winter. And like, I, like this is, these are, Joe Biden doesn't have a cheap gas button to flip. He tried it. He's like, he, they dumped out the national oil reserve. That's about all he can do. But what, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, our first honorable mention is uh, Mike Flynn for betraying the idiots in QAnon who supported him by Pointing out that they are idiots. Mark, you want to walk us through this one? This right. is firmly in your wheelhouse here. So this is the phone call that Mike Flynn had with Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood recorded it and put it out because he's he's mad at Mike Flynn. Uh, we'll talk about this more in a few minutes, but there's a call. Yeah. Uh, we'll play. I'll tell you in a second, Matt. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, they're trying to make up because Lynn Wood's mad at Mike Flynn for not publicly getting his back. Uh, to defend him from Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse said he was crazy, had to fire him from his defense team because he was trying to use the the, uh, the trial to spread a bunch of uh, uh, election truth or bullshit. And also, there's $2 million being fought over because Linwood GoFunded me $2 million for Rittenhouse's bail. Rittenhouse says that, uh, that Linwood... Uh, kept him in jail to fundraise for an extra like three months. Uh, the money's available now because the trial's over. So the bail money reverts back to whoever posted it. Rittenhouse is saying he wants the $2 because it was donated for him. Lynn Wood says he needs to pay back legal bills uh, for his services he provided to Rittenhouse. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, Mike Flynn has been mum on this. So is Sidney Powell. So Lynn Wood's mad at them. So he recorded this phone call to embarrass Mike Flynn. And here's the phone call. <laughs> QAnon movement really is a movement that spun out of your digital soldiers. I'm tired of these QAnon people attacking me. Maybe, maybe, I don't know that. But you know some of them. I think it's a disinformation campaign. I think it's a disinformation campaign that the CIA created. That's what I believe now. You know, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I think it is. I think it's a a disinformation campaign. It's actually a very, very interesting article today out that was sent to me. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you uh, about how the QAnon movement has failed and all, all that. But I, I, I find it, a to, you know, total nonsense, and and I think it's a disinformation campaign created by the by the left and the and the types of people that can create that's something that. like that's, that yeah. are the kinds of people. That- uh so <laughs> so. There's a lot to unpack there. First of all, Flynn's origin story, he was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency before Obama fired him for being a lunatic. And then he was Trump's national security advisor. So him saying this is a CIA op, the QAnon is a CIA op is really funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I it, it also like calling the CIA left wing is really, really funny to me. <laughs> right. That whole thing, it's like the FBI too. The FBI is like super left wing now ever since Mueller or whatever. And it's just like, oh, you mean like the Uber cops? Like the yeah. fucking, especially the like the shadowy, you know, puppet master shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's also, and I brought this up a million times, but still, like, it's so true to me that like the way they paint uh, the left as being this like 
ultra competent, like covert ops, you know, shadow network of intelligence uh, agents and stuff like that. And at, at the same time, we're the like, you know, limp wristed, weak willed cut yeah. snowflakes who get offended and they're too sensitive and all this type of shit. And it's like, it can't be, but are we like super commando, Antifa commandos, you know, or. I- I I want anyone who thinks the left is super organized to do any of this shit. For one, watch any congressional debate among Democrats. Or two, uh, go to any DSA meeting and watch the whole thing devolve into a 20-minute debate about whether a snack someone brought or ableist or something. Like, this is the idea <laughs> right. that we right. could get organized. Is like, what? Come on, man. It's like, no, nobody's up. Like, the, it goes back to the old Will Rogers joke. They're like, I'm not a member of any organized political party. I'm a Democrat, right? This is like, a, this is a long-standing phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, left doesn't have the resources. Also, the left doesn't agree about a lot of shit. So, like, there's nope. just like almost party. nothing. Almost and, nothing. Uh, and also, just like it's anytime something happens that makes them look really bad or stupid, they're always like, "Just the left just wants us to look bad and stupid." That's why this happened. It's like, no, you just yeah, you're bad and stupid. And keep doing bad and stupid shit, which is what makes you appear to be bad and stupid. You know, Antifa <laughs> overserved me and made me shit my pants in my company softball team game. Yeah, <laughs> it's always that shit. Uh, so the article he was referencing that he says proves QAnon's a CIA op. He's it was this guy who was saying that QAnon looks ridiculous because they're too focused on doing stuff like camping out in Dallas instead of shooting people that stole the election. So. The article Mike Flynn was promoting is saying that we need to stop doing this stupid nonsense and start killing election. Killing that, yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't that guy that that guy is like uh, the guy you're talking about that he that wrote the blog or the post that he's promoting is like a hardcore uh, like Holocaust denier or something yeah. like that. Like he's one of those. He's people. a full on Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a full on right. Nazi. Uh, speaking of the people in Dallas that Mike Flynn was making fun of, kind of. Uh, there's still people camped out in Dealey Plaza that we told you about a month ago, still waiting for JFK's junior's resurrection or whatever. Uh, and the funny thing that happened this week where they were passing a message on their Telegram channel about how they all lost their taste of sense and smell, i.e. they jump-started a COVID outbreak. But instead of going with the the think horses, not zebras thing, where the obvious conclusion must be the correct one, they think the deep state has shot them with a sonic weapon that has, taken, <laughs> it has removed their powers of taste and smell. <laughs> So that's fine. To what end? <laughs> like for what? Just to ruin their Thanksgiving? You've already ruined it by waiting on Zombie JFK Jr. to come back in the rain in Dallas for three weeks. Like, wh- wh- why are we trying to strip them of their ability to taste and smell? Because here's the, here's the plan, Trey. Because they can't taste, they won't know they're drinking soy milk, and they'll grow tits. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that's almost too genius, man. <laughs> every that's my problem with conspiracy theory. Like this goes like nine eleven trutherism or JFK. It, it, any of them basically, it's like there's always a much more direct route to get to your objective than whatever conspiracy theory is. It's like right. they always lay out some convoluted way to like why wouldn't the deep stake very easily just kill us hundred people? <laughs> right <laughs> they don't they don't have to do some like uh they just like yeah, yeah just fucking walk up and shoot them like what do you what what i don't yeah i'm not the i'm not the cia's ideas guy but come on <laughs> yeah um yeah so we already explained we were, uh so we talked earlier about the uh <laughs> rittenhouse turned on uh uh on lynn wood uh it's caused deep uh, schisms in the QAnon movement because they were really celebrating Kyle Rittenhouse. 
but Rittenhouse has said uh, he went on he went on uh, Tucker Carlson's show and said that Lynn Wood was just using him, uh, and he didn't like that. Uh, he said he said he was going on with us QAnon election fraud stuff and stuff we just don't agree with. So he's insane. He thinks he's God. He just sells all these weird things. So now QAnon thinks that Rittenhouse is a deep state puppet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so it, like he said, Rittenhouse wants that $2 million to pay off his legal bills, but Linwood wants to pay himself for legal services for Rittenhouse. It's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know who's going to get the money. I imagine, imagine Linwood's going to get it back because he says, the tax law says he has to get it back because he's the one that raised the money. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Well, so moving on, not every, uh, you know, full-on lunatic in this country is in Dallas awaiting the return of JFK Jr. Some of them are on Christian television saying wild shit. Uh, I don't know how else to set this clip up, but it is truly something else. So (laughs) let's just get into it. It's got everything. It's got aliens. It's got Satan. It's got reptiles. It's got fucking. And it's got her husband, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) After Derek and I got married, one night, this other Derek appears in our bed. The real Derek is lying down next to me. Other Derek sits right up out of him. It startled me. I knew that was not Derek. And so I asked this critter, who are you? Because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. <laughs> and I said, mm. he said, come on, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? And he had the nerve to claim to be Ahasuerus, Xerxes. Well, other Derek seriously wanted Emperor. to invite <laughs> me to use my free will to do something that was going to pull me away from God. So this last time, I knew he was really desperate. And I asked him again, who are you? He told me the same answer. And I said, I'm not going with you. This was an internal dialogue. Finally, I said, I've had enough in my mind. I reached up. I grabbed his face. And I said, you are a liar. And Jesus is real. And I pulled that face off. And beneath it was a reptile. And he had little creatures <laughs> with him this time. He brought. <laughs> uh, she goes Ladies on to say, DMT. Yeah, he uh, had little halflings with him who were reptilian gargoyles, uh, you know, because I guess, you know, he needed some backup in handling her crazy ass. I love that, that this show was the Chiron was peddling something called the Great Delusion. The whole time that that she was that she was telling this, it just seemed appropriate. But yeah, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, I like that, that. That was Derek sitting next to her. By the way. Oh, was uh, it? Yeah. So. <laughs> so she's like, I got to be like, why didn't you wake me up to fight this satanic alien reptile? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, if if you're a, a married lady and a higher being of from some plane sends you a second Derek. I think it's party time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what more do you yeah. want? What's better than yeah. one Derek? Two Derek's, baby. Who cares yeah, if one of them's got a big old demon dick? That's fine. It ain't cheating if it's two Derek's. No. Get old demon dick Derek in there. Get, <laughs> get, 
go for it. <laughs> but yeah, what was Derek doing the whole time this was going on, man? Was he just sleeping soundly or was he just laying there just letting her? It's like she's got it under control. She's dealt he's, with uh, she's dealt with these gargoyle lizard demons a time or two. I'm not, I ain't going to worry about it. He was thoroughly enjoying the eight piece flowers a day he gets away from this lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you know anything I, yeah, I, about her? I just watched that clip. Do you you know who that lady is? Is she like a prominent Christian yeah. figure or something? She she it's like Christian self help books about how to be a good godly wife who submits to her husband and shit. First thing, so chapter one: don't fuck Damon Dick Derek. That's that's the first thing you gotta I, know. I like how calm she was about waking up to a changeling who looks exactly like her husband in her bed. She's like, "Hey, wait shoot, a minute, this get you right." You're not it's like, Derek. And she calmly reaches up and pulls his face off, revealing some Stygian horror underneath uh, mm-hmm. while dancing gargoyles, you know, encircle the bed or whatever. And she's just like, not this time. <laughs> every every time I wake up in a horny H.P. Lovecraft book, I'm just very calm about it. Uh, I Like she was like shooing away a reptilian <laughs> demon. Yeah, with let with like less in verve and panic, that would have like chasing a possum out of my trash can. <laughs> right. <laughs> Skip. Get on out of here. Skip. Yeah. Her to an eldritch terror. Skip. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Matt's raising the point in the con- in the in the messages that like uh, rip this the, there are satanic reptiles running freely in the world is a very very prominent conspiracy theory. Uh, it's an element of QAnon as well. I mean, that's been a conspiracy theory for for years, years, years. So she didn't even invent this. She just like uh, you know, she just read it somewhere and decided to go with it. Yeah. All right. So uh, you want to run us through this uh, last one we got here before we get into Bobert real quick? Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So Biden nominated this lady name. I, I might uh, butcher her name. Her name uh, Sal- Saleh Omarova. She was born in Kazakhstan. Uh, he was nominated to be like one, uh, like a head bank regulator, and everyone it, it was it was a good nomination because she actually believes in regulating banks. So of course everyone fucking panicked about it. She must be a communist, and uh, because she come from, comes from communist uh, Kazakhstan and is against and doesn't isn't a huge fan of big banks. So there, that's the context for this video you're about to see of her her confirmation hearing. Uh, and this is a uh, Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, which you'll know immediately when you hear him talk. You used to be a member of a group called the Young Communist, didn't you? Senator, uh, are you referring to my membership in the Youth Communist Organization while I was growing up in the Soviet Union? I don't know. I I just wanted to ask you that question. Well, Senator, I... There, There was a group called the Young Communists, and you were a member. Is that right? I'm not exactly sure which group you're referring to. Well, the formal name of it is the Leninist Communist Young Union of the Russian Federation. And it's also known as the Leninist Komsomol of the Russian Federation. And it's commonly referred to as the Young Communists. Were you a member? Senator, I was born and grew up in the Soviet Union. Yes, ma'am. But were you a member of that organization? Everybody in that country was a member of the <laughs> Komsomol, which was the 
communist youth organization because so, so you that is their boy scouts dumbass it's their fucking boy scouts part of normal progress in school um did you have you resigned <laughs> oh my god from the, <laughs> from the young communists she fled the country you out of it with age automatically did, did you did you did you send them a letter though resigning <laughs> what senator this was many many years ago as far as i remember how the soviet union worked was at certain age you automatically stop being a well, member could, of could you look at your records and see if you can find a copy mm -hmm. of your yeah, kenny i don't i don't interrupt i almost never interrupt these but well, you always Best interrupt me mr no actually i don't and not I nearly as many times i want I'd to like pursue no i i <laughs> she renounced her soviet citizenship well i understand well, I that but did she send a letter did at any point she yeah. write a letter to the communists and say, just so you know, I renounce this. I'm yeah. an American now and a freedom-loving capitalist, and well, I renounce my uh, communist leanings. Yeah. Uh, can we see a look, copy of that letter, please? Look back at a letter you would have sent in 1991. Remember, the letter you sent, but you probably kept a copy, I guess. And I guess the letter would start, Dear Communists. Right. Uh, <laughs> this I, ain't I, it. <laughs> it. It's been fun, but yeah. it's like, what the fuck? You would, the, there's, a, there's a clip that he actually goes, the punchline to that was he goes, um, uh, I don't know whether to call you doctor or comrade. Yeah. And it's like, what? It was like, you're doing red, like, this shit got Joe McCarthy embarrassed in the 1950s. What the fuck are you? It, it's just so dumb and sad. And by the way, like, if you've ever met a Russian expat or an expat from any communist country, these are the most anti-fucking communist people you're ever going to meet in your entire life. They fled to another country for a reason. Right. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Right. Well, sp speaking of... Uh making up xenophobic horse shit uh let's talk about lauren bobert she's uh she's apparently got a, a new bit she's been working on uh about yeah Ilhan Omar. We, but let's talk about what started this two-week spam because this is this this is after the rittenhouse verdict and this is just she's not trying to be funny is the important thing to know before this clip before we get into her actual um malignant bullshit let's just have a hit <laughs> Uh, and I am so thrilled at uh, the jury's verdict here. Now, I do have some colleagues on the Hill who have, um, just like me, offered Kyle Rittenhouse an internship in their office. And, uh, you know, Madison Cawthorn, he said that he would arm wrestle me uh, for this uh, Kyle Rittenhouse internship. But Madison Cawthorn has some pretty big guns. And so I would like to challenge him to a sprint instead. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, how, how about I offer? How about I offer this? Allow me to arm wrestle him on your behalf. I love a good. For those y'all who don't know, Madison Cawthorn is in a fucking wheelchair, and she apparently forgot. She's not trying to be mean to Madison. There, she is sincerely challenging a guy in a wheelchair to a sprint. Dude, okay. She points out she's like, I I feel like. What she was just saying was, listen, he wants to do an arm wrestling. He wants to arm wrestle, but he's got some pretty big arms. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking we should use legs <laughs> because, you know, I feel like I've got him outmatched in the legs arena. You know, yeah. like, I think she's just thinking, just thinking through weighing her odds here. But I mean, you know, he could sprint in a wheelchair, right? He just, you know. Yeah. 
fire might, that I mean, up and smoke her ass. I'm sure, but yeah, it's, he is uh, in great shape. Uh, maybe he, maybe he might he might do uh, Paralympic stuff. I don't know, but like I think we can make the race just make it downhill and let's let's get it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so anyway, after that, I don't know who's going to win the the competition to get intern Rittenhouse. Uh, who I don't know how I was going to pass the security check to work on Capitol Hill, but whatever. Uh, she decided to pick, you know, rappers pick fights. Yeah. With people to yeah, increase. Beef. Yeah. She decided to start a beef with Ilhan Omar. I'm not clear whether she did it purposely or whether that video went viral and she didn't expect it, but uh, cause she's been doing this bit for a while. We got second, but she uh, decided to go after old Ilhan with some, just uh, some basic 2002 esque uh, Islamophobia. It's clip Matt. Elhan, sorry for you. So, <laughs> so uh, the other night on the House floor was not the, my first Jihad Squad moment. Uh, so I was getting into an elevator with one of my staffers. And he and I, are, we're leaving the Capitol. We're going back to my office. And we get in the elevator. And I see a Capitol Police officer running hurriedly to the elevator. I see fret all over his face. And he's reaching, and I'm like, what? I can't, the door's shutting. Like, I can't, I can't open it. Like, what's happening? I look to my left, and there she is. Ilhan Omar. Oops. And I said, well, she doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of it, Matt. I, they- right after that, she does say Jihad Squad again, though. Like, she's like... Uh, you know, she just peppers that throughout. It's like, do you guys hear where I said Jihad Squad? Yeah, it was pretty good, right? <laughs> I, first of all, as somebody who works in comedy, I'm offended by how easy that audience is. Like, I would love to fucking, have, it's like, it's like, do it. It's like if you, if you, if you did a set, an hour long set in Dallas in front of a bunch of goldfish and you could just repeat, how about them cowboys and give it up for the troops over and over again for the whole hour and murder. It's like, Dude. this is like, yeah. So many of their like, like, uh, right wing like comedy sketches and stuff mm-hmm. that are about like black people are literally just like 35 year old racist mm-hmm. jokes or stereotypes that are not even reframed or anything they just repeat them and it just crushes on their like they're extremely easy to uh smash for as long as you're on yeah. the same side as them it's unreal so uh, that that went viral and got her sort of embarrassed a little bit for a brief period. Uh, but CNN, she's apparently been doing this bit since at least September. CNN found a video from a, a fundraiser in September where she did the exact same joke, almost word for word. And uh, it, before she got embarrassed, she sort of leaned into making her old. I'm calling it an act because it's a fuck. She's doing a comedy act. She's basically made her uh, Il, Ilhan Omar beef her whole uh, her whole thing. She went on uh, she went on OANN last week and did and did this. Um, we have serious issues with a terrorist that is a member of Congress. Uh, she praises terrorists, and she um, she married her brother husband, as I, I uh, pointed out. Mm-hmm. And then her other husband, she she contributed, she gave more than one million dollars of campaign funds to. I think there's a couple other bookend husbands that go in there too. Um, and then she wants to call me out on on my marriage and my family. But hey, Dan, uh, I just want to make it very clear at least my family tree forks <laughs> well you're not lying that's Nothing not she the said bit is false, folks go look it up everything she's everything's saying is accurate you can cut off that
everything she said, none of that, 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 that myth about her marrying her brother is totally made up as some sort of misunderstanding about how Sharia works or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the million dollar thing is totally fucking made up. And first of all, the joke isn't family tree. Trees don't fork. Trees branch. That's the fucking joke. Another fun they, fact they, about uh, her family tree, Mark, she once uh, crashed a Mustang into it while hammered on Boone's farm <laughs> with a gun in most her while yeah, her husband yeah. had his dick out. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, right. All like th- she's just Omar is like she's just a Muslim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like it's literally just calling a Muslim American uh, terrorist, be, mm-hmm. like openly, and you know, uh, as a congressperson, <laughs> just because. They are Muslim, and it just plays like it's just totally fine. They're like, "Yeah, she is." A, look at her. You can tell she's much. She got all that Muslim shit going on, or I mean, terror. Yeah. She got all that terrorist shit going on. I know a terrorist when I see one because it looks like that. That's yeah. what they think and how they feel. So it just it just rolls. It's like the same genre of people for whom saying Barack Hussein Obama was right. like a joke. It's like, yeah. but you're just saying his middle name. We, you're, you're we're supposed to hear something you're not saying. Just yeah. fucking say it if you're gonna say it. But anyway. Uh, she's actually saying it but uh, back to the elevator story Omar tweeted uh, fact this buffoon looks down when she sees me at the Capitol the whole story is made up which of course it is because she you can tell she's a coward by the way, fucking way she handles herself and just for context here about what Il- Ilhan Omar's life at work is like at her swearing in st- ceremony Steve King and another rep uh, dipshit rep were making jokes about her having C4 under her, her job uh, at her swearing in. And, and Marjorie Taylor Greene did a viral stunt a couple years ago, you might remember, where she chased Ilhan Omar around the Capitol trying to get her to redo her swearing in on a Bible so it would count. Uh, Which is not, and, uh, that's not a thing, right? Yeah. Like, you it doesn't swear- have to be a Bible. You can do, like, whatever, the Constitution or fucking the Koran, whatever the fuck. Your own diary. There's no fucking rule yeah. about it. Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, anyway, a press, uh, Elmore had a press conference today where she played a death threat she got from a, a, a Bobart's, Bobart's, Bobart's reporter who called her a dirty fucking Muslim. So, that's the that's the environment she's working in here. Um, so, Bobart did uh, try to apologize at first. She tweeted this out, Matt, if you have it. Um, and I apologize to anyone in the Muslim community I offended, yada, yada, yada. I reached out to her office to speak to her directly. There are plenty of policy differences to focus on. Focus on without this unnecessary distraction. Okay, so when she did get Omar on the phone, she basically tried to do this same. Look, you and I are men. We're familiar with this construction of an apology where, like, you don't say you're sorry for what you did. You say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you were offended. If it bothered, yeah. If anyone got their feelings hurt, then, you know, my bad. But I I apologize. That's your fault. That's really your fault. If, If you allowed yourself to get upset by what I said, Honestly, you did that, not me, yeah. but yeah. I'm sorry you did that, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry for not goes. Yeah, I'm sorry for not being aware you're such a huge pussy. Is basically how that apologize. <laughs> right. And yeah. So she she so she called up Omar and said all that shit. Uh, Omar said that's actually not an apology or some form of that and demanded an actual apology. So and when she would Bobert was running her dumb mouth, Omar hung up on her. Uh and then Bobert went and posted this video. Uh yeah of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly put America first, never sympathizing with terrorists. Unfortunately, Ilhan can't say the same thing. Yeah, fuck this lady. Uh, 
So someone dug up this. By the way, if you don't know Bobert's background, uh, one her husband was arrested for m- maybe showing his dick to some sixteen-year-old kids. In he says it was his, yeah, yeah. He says it was his thumb through his zipper was a joke. But either way, don't do that to sixteen-year-old <laughs> girls. Like, yeah, it's like everybody's like, oh, well, that's fine then. You're in a bowling alley, sixteen-year-old yeah. girls. What are you supposed to do? Not pretend your thumbs your dick? Like, I mean, yeah. It's either way, it's a huge creeper move. Yeah, yeah. Her whole background's very whiskey tango, man. She's pretty white trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, uh, he, he was arrested another time for beating her when they were dating. Um, which yeah, of course isn't her fault, but also she's been arrested a bunch of, a bunch of times and someone put the stats together. Uh, she's least educated member of the house, which is not necessarily, her, I'm not going to get on her for having a GED or whatever, but, uh, she's been arrested more times than all the members of the squad combined. She's been arrested more than all black house members combined. But here's the best fun fact. This guy says Lauren Bulberg has been arrested more times than Tupac. Uh, which just really hit for me. I mean, this is the context of her basically saying uh, Ilhan Omar is a fucking criminal. So, right. But to these people, criminals, crime is not what you do. It's what you're born as. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into this wild ass Florida race. What do you say? So, uh, Charlie Crist in Florida's 13th, which is in the Tampa area is, uh, vacating his seat he's a democrat vacating his seat to run for governor so that's just opened the lunacy floodgates there's going to be yeah. primaries on both sides and the gop primary for this florida congressional district is you'll never believe this pretty fucking nuts so yeah uh, by the way ahead, I, I got married the florida 13th includes st pete and i got married in st pete beach big fan of the florida 13th so i'm rooting for you guys to figure this out but the uh the the, the leading republican who's endorsed by trump her name is anna paulina luna uh, so just to get her vibes, uh, what she's about, she's presents the same, but says a bunch of crazy shit and it, it, we'll play a few seconds of this campaign ads. So you see what I'm talking about. My mom chose life over abortion and decided to have me. I'm Anna Paulina Luna and I'm living proof. Anything is possible in America. Growing up, my family struggled with substance abuse. We moved around a lot and I even lived in a drug house. I survived a gang shooting and an armed robbery. But I never gave up because being born in America is like winning the lottery. I joined the Air Force and found hope, helped rescue my dad from drug abuse and homelessness, and made stopping human trafficking the mission of my life. All right. So she's got a touching personal narrative uh but she does lean into the crazy she says that she's only a lot like her apparently her backstory is her her dad tried to get her mom to have an abortion because they didn't have money for a kid and her mom said no and had her anyway and then so she's proof that i don't know uh abortion don't hit i guess uh so uh she but she did she, she also the human trafficking thing is obviously shout out to QAnon. so fuck her for that um None of these people care about actual human trafficking. We've talked about that before. None of them understand how it works. It's not like kids being trapped, shot through tunnels and like those pneumatic bank tubes or whatever. But um, I can't even sort out. There's like eight members running in this race. Um, so, but if, but sometimes she presents the same, but she's crazy. Uh, she she knows just how to hit that Trump petty as shit vibe. If you got that video about the uh, the Trump brain video, uh, Matt, she's complaining about Twitter not be given unfair advantages. In a recent complaint filed to the Federal Election Commission, District 13 candidate Republican Anna Paulina Luna claims the social media giant Twitter is violating federal regulations by not verifying her account, i.e. giving her that little blue check mark. Her Democratic <laughs> opponent... In- <laughs> so, 
the, she's complaining to the manager of the internet that Twitter won't verify her. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Who cares? That that was from 2020 where she ran against Charlie Chris. She was a Republican nominee that time too, and she lost 53-47. So she probably thinks she can overcome that 6% this time uh, with the backlash to Biden and so forth. Uh, and Trump endorsed her. Uh, so have a bunch of other Republican luminaries. So smooth sailing, right? And not really because she got on Roger Stone's bad side for some reason. I think because she, uh, he wanted his boy to win the primary and she got the spot. So Roger Stone uh, dressed up as her for Halloween. I don't know if you have that video, Matt. This Halloween, I decided to trick or treat as Anna Paulina Luna. Her real name is Anna Meyerhofer. She isn't Hispanic. These are not the fatigue she wore in combat. This is not the military grade weapon she carried in combat. These are not the medals she won for valor in combat. In fact, although she was in the Air Force, she was never deployed outside the United States and never saw combat. In Florida, it's against the law to lie about your military service record. Trick or treat, Anna. Stone Cold Truth is such a hilarious name for whatever that is that he does, his podcast or vlog or whatever it is. Yeah. So... Last week, what really took us to the next level uh, is she went to a um, a bass fishing tournament as a campaign stunt, a campaign moment or whatever, as you do in Florida. And mm-hmm. uh, her husband is an Afghanistan vet who has like an emotional support dog, and his dog uh, bit a kid uh, really, <laughs> really badly. The kid, the, the the police report said the cop could see fact, like that's how that's how deep uh. the bit. It was like a four inch wound. So uh, I don't know whether they're going to sue or whatever, but uh, Stone protege Laura Loomer, uh, she she's dubbed Anna 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 Paulina lunatic, solid burn. Uh, she needs to put her dog on a leash. They say people are a lot like their animals. In this case, Anna and her dog are both crazy and out of control. These beaches, bitches both need to heal. Now, if you're not familiar with Loomer, um, she, she's suing Twitter for giving her PTSD for kicking her off the platform. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the woman who chained herself to Twitter to Twitter's office building in New York uh, until they reinstated her. They didn't reinstate her, and she chained herself to the door in a way that it's still open. So she was just chained to the door while people went in and out all day. So it was fucking just a classic, just a classic Laura Luber move. So, so but, this is her husband's emotional support dog or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. well, maybe maybe he finds it soothing to see children be mauled. You ever think about that? Like it seems like it's a poorly trained dog, but I mean, maybe yeah. he was uh, working exactly as intended. Now that's pretty I, wild. Anybody like any I, that, a child being mauled? That is not funny. But anytime mm-hmm. I've ever seen a like a support animal with the little vest and stuff on, just clearly acting like you know super shittily in public, like not being trained at all. That's just always been a, a like a, a yeah. source of humor for me. Like whenever you see a dog with a vest on doing some shithead stuff, it's funny. Yeah. Not mauling children. Mauling children's taking it too far. But yeah, uh, don't maul kids. But also you're not yeah. supposed to pet the you're not supposed to pet service animals. Uh but the so kid didn't, right? Yeah. The kid was just like running by the way. Oh, I yeah. Like, yeah. The kid was just right. running by the dog and had a ball. And you know, dogs mm. with balls, man. What are yeah. you going to do? Dog sees ball. He's going to go for it. The kid was running by with a ball. Dog lunged for the ball, got his arm instead, and fucked him up pretty good. 
Yeah. So it was a story about the dog fight that brought this race to my attention. But really, what really intrigued, uh, piqued my intrigue was a murder for hire plot that yeah. happened earlier this year in this race. So, okay. So none of these people are sane, right? So a few months back, uh, Anna claimed this. Let me play this video, Florida politics. This is happening in a congressional district near Tampa. You have one candidate who says that her rival was talking about hiring a Ukrainian Russian hit job. I don't look at this like a loss and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, guys. The race for Congress in Florida is not just getting heated. One candidate says it's getting dangerous. Republican Anna Paulina Luna says a Republican opponent, William Braddock, planned to have her killed. Luna filed a restraining order that says she. So, yeah. So she said that you're like, oh, well, I mean, this race is crazy. They're all lunatics. Maybe she's making it up. Right. Um, she filed for a restraining order against that guy. Claiming he wanted to murder her. That sounds crazy, right? Couldn't be true. Here's what happened next. Um, yeah. You got you get this audio clip, Matt? Oh, there. We just, so anyway, he, these, these, here we go. And with that kind of money, I'm going to have 24-7 two former Secret Service officers up my ass unless I'm taking a shit in the morning. And I don't want to do this. I don't want to know about this, but now we have access to a hit plot, too. Ukrainians and Russians. Damn. You, you <laughs> did not fucking hear that from me. I, I didn't hear what. <laughs> but this shit is getting deep. Yeah. So he called up this lady. These people all recorded each other. Please, if you're a Republican <laughs> in 2021, assume everyone is wearing a fucking wire on you. That's the theme of this show, right? <laughs> These people are snitches. So he called up somebody after midnight, as you do, and he said he had a half billion dollars in foreign money coming into his election for a house race, half billion dollars. He was going to use some of it to hire himself protection so Anna couldn't kill him, but he's going to use some of that money to hire Ukrainian and Russian hit squads to take her out. So that went public. He dropped out of the race because he's got a little self-respect left. Um, and just, she gave an interview uh, where she said she's – has good reason to fear for her life. And she alluded to some of it in her backstory about her tough upbringing. But listen to this list of shit she says she's been through in this interview. Oh, uh, Anna, thanks so much for sitting down with us. So I guess this is a long, sorted story. Let's kind of start at the beginning. To get fast forward to like 154, Matt? 154. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to like obviously get emotional talking about it, but... It's horrifying. <laughs> How are you supposed to feel about something something like that? Over politics. For whatever motivation. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. Is that the part, Mark? We were talking about that? obviously how upsetting it was to get that phone yeah. call. Yeah. Um, what, what would you, I mean, did you have any interaction or relationship with William Braddock? Why would he feel that way about you so strongly? No, and that's what was really disturbing is that I had never had any interaction with I don't, maybe you can't find it. I'll just tell you what she says. Um, don't worry about that. It's not a big deal. So she talks about, she knows the litany of like, of trauma she's been through. Um, she, at age nine, she was under, she was, uh, 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 suffered an armed robbery, uh, 
she a fatal gang shooting she witnessed at school. Her cousin was murdered when she was a teenager, and as a young adult, she was a victim of a home invasion. Now, I can't verify any of this stuff. It's a, it's it's all, this is basically from her campaign website. In the stuff that like Robert Roger Stone was saying about what her real name is, like she doesn't have a Wikipedia page or even anything like that. So I can't. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm assuming that her white dad wasn't in the picture, so she didn't take his last name or something like that. But um, <laughs> the, like she. <laughs> If, assuming all that's true, it wasn't just this guy. God's been trying to kill her <laughs> since fucking day one, including her, her dad trying to talk her mom into avoiding her. Like this lady is like her 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 life. If it is true, is pepper with so much and like like shit she's overcome. Trey, her mom, her grandma died of AIDS. She caught injecting heroin. This is like Jesus. This is like Tina Turner's life story type. This shit. lady is uh, Florida incarnate, dude. I don't know. Maybe she is a good I, candidate down there. I, I, but I like. I think. If all that shit is true about her horrific childhood, obviously I'm not going to like shit on her for that. I think it's why, like, I wouldn't think those would be things that endear a person to the GOP base. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like drug addicts and poverty and welfare and all that shit. They hate all that. You know what I mean? Like you should, like you should be yeah. coming to our side with that type of stuff. You know, we're the ones who give a shit. That the GOP just be like, well, why was she allowed to live this long? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think her childhood was Southern California, but uh, okay. Also, but uh, I think they love bootstraps though. So they she's do love saying, bootstraps. You're right about that. Th- That's true. I, Yes, I uh, grew up in poverty, and my dad was a deadbeat, and my mom was a drug addict, and he was a drug addict, and my grandma was a drug addict, and I saw a bunch of people got shot, but I didn't need the government help. America, this can only happen in America. <laughs> it's one of those kind of things. Yeah, but it um, might be. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel so. First of all, I got again. If all that's true, I got a lot of respect uh, for for that. But uh, except unless if you then become a person who, you know, flips and becomes a, like, uh, small government ultra-capitalist or whatever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? After going through something like that, like that, like Craig T. Nelson, you know, says that famous quote from him where he was like, I was on food stamps. Nobody ever gave me a handout. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. When you do that and just basically, uh, you know, become your own worst enemy in that way or just fight against the best interest of all the other people who are in the same side sort of disadvantaged uh circumstances that you yourself were subjected to that's mm-hmm. when you become a fuckhead in my eyes which seems like <laughs> that's, that's what she's doing just by virtue of running on the GOP ticket so yeah but that's that's really, the American that's the American tradition baby you make you make it to the next level then you pull the ladder up behind you, you pull so the that ladder out right yeah. So the new the new money people don't don't mess up your good time. Yes, yeah. Jimmy DeKing says yes. They love bootstraps. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anything boot related, really. But yeah, no, just the, <laughs> everybody. Uh, just the other one of the people running against her tried to you know order a Ukrainian hit squad or whatever the fuck, and then you got all this other. It's just wild, like the quality of individuals who crop up in GOP primaries. Do you know what I mean? Like on our side, it's just like, yeah, you got a, you know, uh, bisexual, black, uh, socialist, hippie, basket waver or whatever running. And that's Mm -hmm. like our, that's our version of, uh, you know, well, that's typical. Do you know what I mean? But on their side, it's fucking full bore homicidal lunacy. (laughs) Yeah, but the the bisexual vegan isn't putting out a hit squad. They might they I might know. try to put a 
I might try to put a spell on you, but that's about it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's our version of like the mo- as hardcore as it gets is that, and then but yeah. with them, it's fucking you know firing rifles at rockets that represent communism in a park or whatever. Uh, Sell Sword King says they love bootstraps because they're the ones fucking selling the boots and the straps. That's right. Well, on that note, I guess we will end. We. Uh, I had too much fun talking about dumb shit tonight, as always. Uh, it was a good good time. We'll be back next week right here on uh, Weekly Skews. So you love you, bye. Yeah.